This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 17 is going to be from Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 through 23. It is not enough to sincerely believe you are doing the will of the Father. A Christian must actually do the will of the Father to recognize Christ as Lord. It is more than merely lip service to Christ. Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 through 23 reads, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. <coughs> Not everyone that says, Lord, Lord, is going to go to heaven. It's only going to be those who do the will of the Father who is in heaven. And not everyone who believes they are saved are going to be in heaven either either the fact that they said lord lord shows that they believed that he was lord but not everyone that makes that confession is going to go to heaven we have to actually do the will of the father and simply because you do things that seem to be the will of the father doesn't necessarily mean that they are the will of the father in verses 22 and 23 we have this Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And so they were doing things that seemed to be the will of the Father. But Jesus says they were not. And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. In Matthew chapter 23, we have the Pharisees. Let's look at and see what Matthew chapter 23 says about the Pharisees. Then Jesus spoke to the multitude and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees sit in Moses' seat. Therefore, whatever they tell you to observe, that observe and do. But do not do according to their works, for they say and do not do. For they bind heavy burdens, hard to bear, and lay them on men's shoulders. But they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers. But all their works they do to be seen by men. They make their phylactery broad and enlarge the borders of their garments. They love the best places at the feast, the best seats in the synagogues, greetings in the marketplace, and to be called by men, Rabbi, Rabbi. But you do not be called Rabbi, for one is your teacher, the Christ, and you are all brethren. Do not call anyone on earth your father, for one is your father, he who is in heaven. And do not be called teacher, for one is your teacher, the Christ. But he who is greatest among you shall be your servant, and whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Notice it says, but all their works do they do to be seen by men. Let's go to another verse. Go to Matthew chapter 6, and let's read verses 1 through 6. Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds 
before men to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Therefore, when you do your charitable deed, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, that they may have glory from men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But when you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, that your charitable deeds may be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret with himself will himself reward you openly. And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. So again, we see this idea, just like in Matthew chapter 23, the Pharisees were doing things to be seen by men. And Jesus says they have their reward already. So if we're doing things to be seen by men, there is no reward left for us. Notice what it says in verse 1 in Matthew chapter 6 and verse 1. Take heed that you do not do your charitable deeds before men to be seen by them. Otherwise, you have no reward from your Father in heaven. Going back to Matthew chapter 7 and verse 22 and 23, they were doing things that seemed to be right, seemed to be what the Lord wanted, seemed to be the will of the Father, but they weren't. They were not the will of the Father, because we know in verse 23 it says, And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. If they were doing these things to be seen by men, then their reward was already given to them, the praises of men. And they would have no reward left with the Father. Therefore, they were practicing lawlessness. They seemed right, and what seems right to man is not always right. Look at Proverbs chapter 14 and verse 12. There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. Simply because it seems right to us does not mean that it is. If it's not being done with the proper motive to be pleasing to God, but to be seen by men, that doesn't matter if we prophesy or if we cast out demons or if we do many wondrous works. It's all for nothing because we'll already have our reward. It is not enough to sincerely believe you're doing the will of the Father. A Christian must actually do the will of the Father to recognize Christ as Lord. It is more than merely lip service to Christ. We have to give more to Christ than merely our lip service. If it seems right to us, we need to verify it by the Bible to make sure that our thinking in lines with God's. Because it's not our thinking that's right. It's God's thinking that is right. In Proverbs chapter 16 and verses 1 and 2, the Bible says, The preparations of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirit. You see, the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the scribes, they were doing all these things because they believed it was right in their own eyes. They justified themselves in their own eyes, but they were not being justified by God because it is not what God wanted. Not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, will inherit the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. If you drop down in Proverbs chapter 16 and go down to verse 25, we see the same concept from Proverbs chapter 
14 and verse 12. There is a way that seems right to a man, but the end is the way of death. Let's make sure that it doesn't simply just seem right to us, that it doesn't simply look good to other people, but doesn't look good to God. We need to make sure that we have God's approval. 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. In Jeremiah chapter 10 and verses 23 through 25, the Bible says, O Lord, I know the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man who walks to direct his own steps. O Lord, correct me, but with justice, not in your anger, lest you bring me to nothing. Pour out your fury on the Gentiles who do not know you, and on the families who do not call on your name. For they have eaten up Jacob, devoured him, and consumed him, and made his dwelling place desolate. In verse 23 it says, O Lord, I know the way of man is not in himself. In Matthew chapter 7 and verse 21, Not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall inherit the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. It's not my will that's going to save me. It's God's will that's going to save me. The way of man is wrong. The way of man will lead to the wrong place. I know the way of man is not in himself. It is not in man to direct his own steps. We need to be making sure that we're using God's word as a light that will guide our ways. That we're not seeking the pleasure of having a pat on the back for something that we do, but we're seeking God to be pleased with what we're doing. It is not enough to sincerely believe you're doing the will of the Father. A Christian must actually do the will of the Father to recognize Christ as Lord. It is more than merely lip service to Christ. Notice in verses 22 and 23 that these people believed that they were going to heaven. They believed that they were saved. They sincerely believed this. Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? This does not sound like people that expected to hear, depart from me, but people that expected to hear, good and faithful servant. They sincerely believed they were doing right, but Jesus said, no, you are not doing right. You are doing lawlessness. Make sure that what you're doing is right in God's eyes. We need to absolutely make sure. It's not enough for us to simply believe we're doing the will of the Father. We need to actually be doing the will of the Father. Notice with me Jeremiah chapter 17 and verse 9 and 10. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart. I test the mind even to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doings. The heart is deceitful. We need to have more than simply a feeling that says we're saved. We need to know that we're saved. In John chapter 8 and verse 32, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Well, how do we know the truth? We study it. We learn from God. And then we apply it in our lives. That's how we know that we're saved, because if we're relying upon our heart to tell us that we're saved, then it can deceive us. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? We need to have more than sincere belief that we're saved. We need to have God's word 
in order to know that we are saved. Second Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman who need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. If we're not going to be ashamed, we need to study so that we can rightly divide his word. That way when we get to heaven, when we're standing before him in judgment day, we're not going to hear these words, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. Because if we're depending upon our heart to tell us that we're saved, those words could be heard by God when we stand before him. But if we're relying upon his word and doing the things that are within his word, the will of the Father, then we don't have to be scared to stand before him. Because we won't hear those words, depart from me, for I never knew you. In, in Luke chapter 7, verses 46 through 49, the Bible says, But why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things which I say? Whoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does them, I will show you whom he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug a deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when the flood arose... The stream beat vehemently against that house and could not shake it, for it was founded on the rock. But he who heard and did nothing is like a man who built a house on the earth without a foundation against which the stream beat vehemently, and immediately it fell, and the ruin of that house was great. We need to make sure that our faith is built upon the foundation of God's word. That way, when the storm comes and beats upon the house, it stands firm. But if we all we have is our heart and a feeling, then we're like the man that built a house on the sand. And when the rains came, it beat upon that house and it fell. And great was its fall because it was founded upon the wrong thing. It is not enough to sincerely believe you're doing the will of the Father. A Christian must actually do the will of the Father to recognize Christ as Lord. It is more than merely lip service to Christ. Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 through 23. Not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, shall inherit the kingdom of God. But he who does the will of my Father in heaven, for many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you, you who practice lawlessness. Let's make sure that what we're doing is right by studying God's word and applying it to our lives. So that when we get to stand before Christ on judgment, as all men will, we do not hear those words, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. So as we go about our lives today. Let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.